0: If you've been working on your self-esteem and confidence or trying to help somebody else with their self-esteem and confidence, this clip is for you. You know, these days there's a lot of conversation about the importance of having good self-esteem and confidence, whether it's in personal development, parenting, corporate leadership, spirituality. And I think it's good to have a distinction. Between the end result and the process that produces that end result, in my experience with working with hundreds of people on planet Earth, most of them are 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 reaching towards uh, the next expression of themselves in their corporate leadership, in their business, in their calling, in their parenting, and a lot of times people are wishing they had more confidence. Or they have an awareness that their self-esteem might not be as strong as it could be. I think we could all relate to that. I certainly can. And so the question becomes more about the how than the what. Because I notice a lot of people are working on their self-confidence before they take a step towards their next endeavor. Um, Gosh, I'm not ready. I'm working on my self-confidence Um, And here's a thing that I have found to be true for myself and my clients. Self-esteem and confidence are not things that anyone can give you. They can't be parented in to a child as much as parents all over planet Earth wish they could be. Yes, there are things you can do to make it a, a more conducive environment, But in the end, self-esteem is not something you can inherit, you can't buy it, you can't give it to somebody. It is a result of life experience. It's a result of the engagement with the mystery, the unknown, taking the next step and just seeing what happens, that uh, it's often a sense of, gosh, if I try this and if it doesn't work, um, I'll still live to tell. It won't do me in. That that is a more resourceful state of of being, really. And right now, instead, we have many people who feel like they can't make a move till they have the confidence to do the move. And of course, if they had the confidence to do the move, they would have done it already. And so I found it more useful to focus change the lens at the way we look at this instead of constantly trying to drum up more confidence. And and by that, I mean more visualization, more positive affirmations, or um, it's a sense of I'm getting ready to do something before I do it. It may be useful to look for within yourself, instead of trying to find more confidence, look for courage. Maybe you don't need more self confidence as much as you need uh, a bucket of courage, you know, to take the next step, to engage in life. Anything that keeps this loop going on with you and life, this cycle. That's where we want to stay for some productive feedback coming in that will inform you, that builds your self-esteem, that can build your confidence. Confidence is very difficult to attain in a vacuum. Self-esteem is very difficult to attain in a vacuum with nothing to inform you of who you are. I'll give you an example of a client I had recently. And she came to me uh, because she was worried about her son and wanted me to work on her son But after listening in with her, I I knew that the situation would be much more productive focusing on her. So this client said that she had devoted her entire parenthood life to her son, who had some developmental issues. And she was so obsessed with wanting him to be more confident Adele, he just doesn't believe in himself. He doesn't have any self-confidence. He has horrible self-esteem. So she had spent the last eighteen years for uh, always trying to uh, be supportive and give him a lot of supportive praise. Um, you can do it. Yeah, you're amazing. We believe in you. Go for it. Go for your dreams. Don't listen to any of the naysayers. We, we believe in you. And although that sounded good, I noticed that her son was depressed, anxious, and very, uh, very low in his self-esteem. In fact, I feel like this is a common result now of what's, what psychologists have caused called uh, parachute parenting. And this is when, parents, out of the desire that their kids be successful and happy, at, this, at the first sign of adversity for their children, they parachute in and try to help and provide guidance, maybe even help them out in some way or give them uh, emotional financial support in such a way th- because they don't want their children to fail. In fact, my client was saying some of the same things. I don't, I won't let Johnny fail. I can't let Johnny fail. And in fact, that was the core problem. That because he had never failed on anything, he had never tried anything either. His life had become a a neutral, blank canvas upon which she was hoping he could build some sort of scaffolding of self esteem and confidence. I tried, I was explaining to her the only way this is going to work is to allow him to go out into the unknown, try a few things, maybe fall flat on his face, maybe succeed. We don't know. But it's not natural for an organism to stay perfectly still until they have developed enough confidence. And then, you know, it's a little bit like reverse engineering. And so I think this is very understandable for all parents. Nobody wants our children to be hurt. And just remember that self-esteem and confidence cannot be taught. It can't be given. It can't be inherited through the genes. No amount of money can buy that. And it only comes from trying something that's never guaranteed. It's always in the unknown. And this, this dance with life this feedback loop that comes back from after you've tried something that informs you of who you are. It informs you of what you're good at, what you don't enjoy, what you do enjoy. And from that is a a much better sense of self that starts to develop, self-esteem. So Instead of waiting forever for that, for that you have the confidence to do something like many people, I'm working on my confidence. I'm working on my confidence, positive affirmations, reading books. I often say to people in the most gentle way I can, that's probably not going to work. And in fact, it will keep you working to get there for a very long time because it's not the right process. It is more focusing on the result than the process. The process might be dip into courage. The courage to take the next step might be more useful than trying to get ready for the confidence to arrive. And courage doesn't necessarily need more self-development or analysis as much as the impulse. Like, I'm just going to take one tiny little step. That's all you need. No matter how long the road is, no matter how many miles, everything starts with one tiny step. And no matter what happens, an organism, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. The confidence, the self-esteem are informed by this result that comes in. So you don't need confidence as much as you need courage. Go for that. As usual, if you found this helpful, share this with your friends. If I can be helpful in any other way, please reach out. Uh, Send me a direct message. Let me know if this was useful, what you thought. I welcome your comments and stay tuned for next time. You can find me on all social media platforms. If you'd like to book a a discovery conversation with me and see if I can serve you, feel free to do that. Till next time. Thanks.